Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Buzzing About Romance. On this quick shot of romance, I am joined by podcast contributor Heather, and we are reviewing The Baby Proposition by Kim Lorraine. This is book one in her Anything for Love series. Welcome back to the podcast, Heather. Hey, Leah. Thanks for having me. Okay. Do you want to read the synopsis from Goodreads for us? I definitely do. Clara Barnes wants a baby and I'm going to give her one. I wanted Clara Clara the first time I saw her, but as soon as I figured out she was the local vet and would be working on my ranch, I knew I had to let her go. I put myself in the friend zone until the night she told me she wanted to get knocked up. There wasn't a chance I'd let another guy get her pregnant, even if he was an anonymous donor. Not when she had me, Maverick Wild, grade A, certified Montana cowboy right in front of her. The arrangement was perfect. I make my donation. She gets her baby. We go back to being friends. No strings. No messy heartbreak. Except everything changes when we decide it'll be a lot more fun to make a direct deposit and do things the old-fashioned way. That's the that sparks between us. Now it's a blazing fire I have no desire to extinguish. Our baby proposition just got a lot more complicated. Okay, so this was released January 17th of 2022. The tropes Mm -hmm. are friends to lovers, cowboy, small town, a little bit of a damaged hero. Mm -hmm. And the put out percentage is, (laughs) excuse me, 36%. So let's talk about Clara and Maverick. So these two... As you can read from the blurb, um, they've been friends for a while. Like Claire mm-hmm. is the vet for the horse ranch that he is co like his family owns. Like he yep. inherited part of it, <clears throat> and they and Mav has placed her in the off limits like friend zone. Yeah. So if you have not read this series, um, there's a couple series. So it's Riker Ranch and then um, the Wild. They're they're all in Sunrise and. Mm-hmm. Clara, you have gotten to know Clara quite a bit in other books because she's the local vet, but then also you get to know Maverick um, Mm -hmm. in other books and his, I would say like, he's a very grumpy, he comes off as a grumpy hero, but he does, but he's also kind of like, I hate to say it, but he's kind of airheady at times too. Like he's, (laughs) but only in like he knows what he's doing when it comes to the ranch. Like he's very good business wise, but there are moments where I'm like, what's going on in your head, boy? Yeah. He really struggles with like women and what women, but that comes from his dad was an awful person. Awful. I mean, awful. awful person. And he really had no really great models for relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that that's where that comes in. And so he, yeah, but Clara, she's very, she's just so kind. I mean, she's, Mm -hmm. she's a vet in a small town and she travels in her truck and she's just, she's so caring and she just really is an integral part of the community. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why she's always kind of seen as hands off because nobody really wants to go out with a vet because, 
Well, cause she's the vet. She's the vet and they need her. Well, and that's the thing. Like, so she's, she's well-established. Like she has, like, she owns the clinic that she mm -hmm. works for. Like she has opened her own like vet clinic. Like she is the large animal, like a vet for the area. She's super intelligent, but she, <laughs> so the, the Riker family and a lot of the wilds, like are either like have little kids or are pregnant. And so, and she's at a point in her life, like where she, she wants to make that next step. Yeah. She's, she's like, almost 40 mm -hmm. and she just kind of feels like she's ready and she's established enough where she could be a single mom. She just needs that. Well, and that was one thing I really liked. Like she, she went into it and she's like, I don't need to be in a relationship. There are methods that I can take to make, like, to do this. She's like, but I am capable of raising a child by myself by choice. And I love that about her, that she was willing and able to make that decision because she, she knows herself, like she knows her worth and what she mm -hmm. could bring to that sort of that relationship with a child. Yep. I totally agree. Um, so let's, let's talk about Mav just a little bit. So Maverick, he about loses his shit totally so when funny. she says because so let me preface this so this like over the summer there was like a bajillion weddings mm -hmm. like everybody they knew was getting married yeah so they went as each other's dates and like so, permadates yep yeah they were permadates they went they danced they drank they had they had good times all around but so at the very last wedding of the season, she's like, yeah, so I'm going to have a baby or she, she isn't going to, she isn't drinking. And this isn't like the first, like three chapters of the book. So I'm not giving anything away. Like she, she's not drinking at this last wedding. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why? And she's like, well, cause I'm having a, I'm going to have a baby. He's like freaking out. Cause she's, he's like, are you pregnant? And he like has a coronary because he thought that like she was going out with somebody and he didn't know about it. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, you're just some random guy. And she's like, I mean, yeah, like I'm going to go to a sperm donation. And he's like, what? Yeah. And he's then like, he like, there's the funniest line and it's on the cover. So I'm not going to give it away where he's yeah. like, I won't even give you a stud fee, which <laughs> as I'm talking about the cover, I just need to re tell you, do yourself a favor and go check out the cover. This is one of my favorite awesome. covers of her books. Like she oh. she has a, a pretty vast catalog and mm -hmm. she has a lot of cowboys but i think this one is my favorite oh my god i totally agree. it's a it is a really good cover she, a very she good cover good. too dang good so he he totally loses his shit and he's like i mean just let me do it and they like immediately have different ideas of how this is gonna go like he's like old-fashioned way and she's like oh turkey baster kind of thing well and that actually, that's one of the funniest scenes and it's so awkward and you feel so bad for them. Cause like, so they're in this like whole process and she's like, it's time. And so he goes to the house and is going to, to do his thing. And so she, he, she can have his sample. It's all very clinical and he, he doesn't use the cup. And so he's like, I missed, but there's a reason he missed, which is actually it's pretty like hot, like why he misses, but like, it's still funny yeah. at the same time because then she's like, okay, that's fine. We can do it again. And he like makes a comment about how they're going to do that. Yeah. 
but she misunderstands him. He misunderstands her. Yes. And so the next night he's like, we're going to do this. And she's like, yeah, like here's your stuff. And he's like, and then like the whole direct deposit thing like comes to play. And it's so like delightfully awkward for them. I just love the term direct deposit. I mean, it's just so funny. Like this book is very serious. There's, they're very serious characters. They Mm -hmm. both have a lot of very serious stuff, but it is very funny. There's well, (laughs) it's silly, like lines like that, or like little moments here or there, like things happen where you're just like, did they really say that? Or did like, really is he do? really that like dense he didn't pick up on well, that's, that or that's what I was saying like I think he's a wonderful character but he's kind of like an airhead when it comes to certain things I but I think more of it is just he's like oblivious because like he's kind of set in his ways like he uh-huh. his his dad like we said was a trash person and he's kind of like stringing all of these kids along and they're learning new things and it like this is I think this book is set a year after he has been like had passed away and Maverick finds out that he's inherited a hockey team like all of a sudden like a year later like he has this new hockey team which is the reasoning for this spinoff series because it 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 is like going into the Mm -hmm. hockey world but at the same time it's like what kind of person does that to his kids and they had no clue and then like they it's it is I mean and I think it maybe would seem far-fetched um if you didn't read some of the previous books because it makes sense because we've read it because Mm -hmm. we understand where the money comes from and where all this like stuff is and it does but I mean, I feel like Maverick gives enough clues, like about his dad, who his mm-hmm. grandfather is. So, like the money yeah. aspect, like because they, he even makes a comment, like when they first find out about the hockey team, he's like, "How did we not know we had this much money?" Right. So it's like some of the stuff that is surprising to to them is surprising to us as a reader because we're finding it out as they're finding it out. I think what's the thing that draws me most to Maverick <laughs> is bless you that he has like we said he has no great model he had no great models in his life Mm -mm. I mean his grandpa down in Texas I think is a better person obviously but he never even dared to dream that his life was different like Mm -hmm. he just really didn't want to pull people into his life that already weren't there because I think it's Mm fear-based that he didn't want to hurt them the way that he was hurt well, and I think a, a big part of it is he, he's really insecure. Like he's just a very insecure person. But one thing I loved about Clara and her relationship with him is she sees his worth. Like she sees mm-hmm. the person he can be. Like she knows like he is capable of this, this, and this. Like, and she, and that's a big thing, like throughout the book, like she wishes he saw himself as she sees him. And I just love that about her because like he has his flaws, but she, she was okay with his flaws. Like she just needed him to be him, but also be there for her. Yeah. He has a very natural caretaker instinct. I mean, he is very naturally one. He's very naturally like an alpha male, Mm -hmm. but he is also a caretaker. And you see that not only with Clara, 
but other people in his family um and clara has her own hang-ups she has mm-hmm. some trauma and things in her past that right really kind of prohibit her from kind of going like all in mm-hmm. um but she's real fierce like um <clears throat> so when they when they find like it's a pretty it's not a slow burn i mean it pops at like 30 36 something. it pops at 36 it's not slow but one thing i do like though too is like once they have that original moment like she kind of shuts down on him mm-hmm. but it doesn't last long which i liked me too but it was all in like the wording like the way he's treating <clears throat> some of the the words that he like is saying so she she shuts down but then they make the decision really quickly like that they are going to be together they're going to try like he wants to be there for this baby like mm-hmm. he doesn't just want to be a, a sperm donor like he wants to be a part of it but then something big happens and we're not going to tell you what because Mm-mm. you need to read it because that scene like i just i felt so bad for him in that moment but i felt really bad for clara in that moment too because like she just is witnessing his like destruction in a sense because he he has this mindset where like these are the things that happen yeah i mean he i think he doesn't want to be self-destructive but he is Mm -hmm. And I I think she sees it coming and is trying to kind of calm it. And Mm -hmm. I think other people around him are seeing. Mm -hmm. And that's the other piece is that he, yeah, he, he's just so great. Well, like he, he learns a lot. He grows. He does. He grows so much in this book, but there are like a couple little things where like he has another half brother who they didn't realize was a brother until mm-hmm. like recently. And so like he shows up and he does something and Clara's like, I knew this was going to happen. And she calls him out on it. Like, and she's like upset with him. And that's something too. Like when he does something that upsets her, like she doesn't let it fester. Like she does not like hold her tongue. Like she's like, this upset me. Like, I don't like what you're doing now. Like you need to do this for this like and I like that like she was so communicative communicative to you know what I'm trying to say I can't say that she communicates very well with him yes thank you you're welcome I'm having a hard time with that word it's a tough word yeah yeah and I think she pushes him to communicate Mm -hmm. like outside of grunts and like you know <laughs> well and that like usual like cowboy swagger that he has sometimes right like, she's like you need you need to like she wants that's the big thing like he wants she wants him to let her in to like how he's feeling and a big like a big part of this book is the fact that like he talks about how nobody needs him like he's there but he doesn't think that anybody like his brothers really care if he's there or if he's in texas like he could be in Montana or he could be in Texas and it wouldn't matter to them. And I think the fact that like he finally like is basically told like we want you here. Like we want this relationship. Like we we need you to be a part of this. Like he he finally has that like feeling of belonging like where 
he had that in Texas with his grandfather, but he needed that with his brothers in Montana. Yeah, I think his heart always knew that it needed to be in Montana, Mm -hmm. but his brain and his sense of loyalty was really pulling him back to Texas. Mm -hmm. So there's a moment like after, like they, they have a a big fight. And so, and there is a moment where he leaves a voicemail. But what I really liked is the fact that she's like, no, this is not how things are going to happen. And she Mm -hmm. confronts him and is like, this is the way it's going to be. Like, you need to get your head out of your ass, basically. Yeah, like, get your shit together, friend. Mm-hmm. Like, be, we're going to be adults here. Yes, She's if we're going to be ass. together. Yeah, get over yourself already. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's this one line that really stuck out. Like, I'm a big highlighter whenever I read books, but there's this one moment where he says, Clara Barnes was a lightning strike on a cloudless day. She was a wild force of nature that came out of nowhere. It was a one in a million chance to feel like this. And I had it right here with her. I thought like that was just like the sweetest thing anybody could say. And I felt like it's so true though, especially like after that voicemail and she like, she is so pissed off. It is like, she is like a lightning strike because she is like there and like destructive Mm -hmm. in a sense. But, but I just, I just really love this book. I really, really love this book. And I actually, um, I think I've only been reading Kim Lorraine for about a year. (laughs) Same. But I love everything she puts out. And her cowboys are real good. They're very good. They're very good. They are Mm -hmm. dirty talking cowboys. Mm -hmm. But they're like, but she writes a really strong heroine too. Like none of her heroines are passive. Like none of them put up Mm -hmm. with like crap. Like, yes, they have like every once in a while, you'll get one who has like moments where you're like, really? But at the same time, it's like, it makes sense when they have those moments. Yeah, I would agree. I love her characters. Um, I love that it's like a family, small town series Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of interconnectedness. Um, And her characters are all very different. Mm -hmm. And their stories are very different too. I, yeah, she's just really good. I love this series. well with this one it's the book book one of the new series and so there's a tiny bit of world building Mm -hmm. but not a lot that it takes away from anything from the story so we already answered question one but right who who would typically like this book i think um people who really love a family series Mm -hmm. or a small town like you kind of want to get into that small town and feel like you're a part of it i want to go visit sunrise i do too i don't know and the writers so mm-hmm. then you pull the Rikers and then you have the wild and then they all are interconnected. Um, so if you love a family, small town, alpha guys, um, mm-hmm. then this, I think this book and all of her just the whole series, yeah, the, whole, totally. the whole ranch world that she has created. Yeah. And if you like the baby arrangements where you know that they're just going to fall for each other because they're dumbasses. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to do it this way. Like, that's all it's going to be. Like, right. you know that that is not what it's going to be. Yeah, this is like, a I see, I'm a sucker for a fake relationship. It's like my number one trope. And so for me, this is sort of like, 
it's like you know, fake like, relationship you know, adjacent. Yeah, like you just know that it's not. Oh yeah, because well, because of course they always do it the direct deposit way. Like oh it's God, never the, the direct deposit. I love that. I do. Um, so, would you recommend this book? Yeah, I think I said it before. I'm a really big fan of Kim Lorraine's. Mm-hmm. I think her writing is amazing. Also, if you are an audiobook fan, I know Leah's not. I'm a huge audiobook lover. Um, her audiobooks are also amazing. She does a really great job with them. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend them. Okay. I and the cover. I, the cover the hot. cover is very nice. But yes, yeah. I really enjoy like you, I really enjoy anything that she puts out. And I often tell people that they should read them, especially if they like a cowboy. But I am excited because she's she's venturing into the hockey world next. So I'm, yeah, and I'm the, interested. The title is just awesome. It's big deck energy, I which I just, it's so, it's I like the perfect play on words. Yeah. And I, we're not done from what I'm gathering from the blurb and everything. And big deck energy comes out this month at the end of March, it comes out. Um, we, I don't we're think we're more, I don't think we're going to be done with Clara. Well, because well, it's the sister. I was going to, well, Big Deck Energy is not the sister, but the sister lives oh. in Seattle. So like, but okay, you're right. We will get more of them. I mean, he does own the team. So, but okay. So do you have a book that you think we should review for a quick shot of romance? If you do send us an email at the bees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And if we think it's a good one, we will read it and then review it for you here. But thank you, Heather, so much for joining me on this quick shot of romance. Bye. Until next time, happy reading, everybody. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 